beginning there was nothing then there were comic books once you enter our world there is no escape comic exposure begins in three two one Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast meddling kid is the one and only. Oh, jeez, mister, it's me, Travis Ratz. <laughs> I would have gotten a wave with it, too, if it weren't for you, Travis. Uh, so, on the podcast day, you are listening to Comic Exposure, where Travis and I talk about comics books, what's going on in the world of comics. Uh, you are listening to a variant edition, where Travis and I are going to bloviate that's a good word, right? Oh wow! Oh, we're gonna we're gonna Use all right. Vocab here. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna bloviate on uh, on some some comicy stuff today. Uh, so Travis, let's let's kick this bad boy off. Just last week, you and I went through a two and a half hour, oh. almost you could almost call it three hours of podcasting. I have podcast butt still, but but it was worth it. Uh, but I got up out of this chair after two and a half hours of podcasting and like a baby fawn when it's born and its legs just kind of like <laughs> fold underneath it. That's how I was. Yeah, I just yeah. collapsed on the ground and I kicked myself back up. It was yeah. It was pretty epic, but it was fun, man. That was a really yeah. fun time. So Travis and I got to do a back-to-back episode. So if you've listened to last week's episode, you heard us bring on uh, the guys from Couch Crunchers. Jay and Lance came on uh, to read two spooky books with us. Uh, we read The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and we read Afterlife with Archie and we had the two guys from couch crunchers on there you can find them at www.couchcrunchers.com and then travis and i got to right after that sit down and uh do an episode of couch crunchers with them they kind of do a, a comic book news thing uh travis took over the show and started talking about punk rock and comic books he may have hijacked the show from them don't put me so, on your show don't put me on your yeah, show if you don't, don't put hijack. travis on your show he'll he'll hijack it so travis um what was your your favorite like part of the Couch Crunchers episode that we were on? Well, you know, I think I I think I just like the experience. You know, normally when we have uh, guests on, uh, you know, they are people who are not accustomed to the podcast world, right? It's mm-hmm. oftentimes yeah. it's people's first podcast or second podcast. They don't have their own podcast, so it's a really interesting dynamic talking to people who know the podcast format. They know how to like stop, listen, then talk. And they also know when to get in and when to get out. Sometimes when we have guests that are on a podcast, they're a little bit shy. So we have to like really coax responses yeah. out of them yeah. sometimes. sometimes. Uh, and so it was really kind of neat uh, talking with people who have a podcast and seeing that that dynamic. How about you? I just I just like saying flubulous a lot. I thought that flubulous. was that. You really did sink into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's a section of their show where they go flab, flub or flub or f- fab. fab. Yeah. Flubulous or f- and flubulous sounds like, I don't know, some gas. But anyway, it really is catchy. And I think we need like a sound cue like that, that after like 
20 episodes, people like just hear it and automatically you yeah, know, right? respond to it. Because now now I'm always like, ooh, that's flubulous. <laughs> so when something they, they do a little segment where they read a news piece and then you react, whether it's fab or flub. I think we were predominantly flab or flub. No, we were flab. I keep seeing fab, fab. we were flub. No, fab. we were very flub. I was a fab. I was I was fabulous. You're a contradictory, I think. One, I think. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we, we, but I thought that was a fun little, little, fun little clip of the show. So we did that. We did Crunch Couch Crunchers. So you can go back in our feed and you can find the episode we did with Couch Crunchers. Uh, you can go to their website, uh, www.couchcrunchers.com, uh, and find our episode. You can find them on uh, iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff as well. And we're in the episode that they did last week. I do believe it came out. Um, I don't know Monday of this. Yeah, it came week out is when it hit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you can you can find that episode uh, and check it out. Uh, so, Travis, speaking of speaking of podcast, Josh. Yeah, yeah. I heard you're stepping. Well, out what's on up? Me. I heard you're stepping out on me. Well, so you know, this is this is what happens, Travis. Uh, I get, you know, I have a son who knows that I podcast, and who is for about. I don't know, ever since this summer, probably before the summer, has asked me, Dad, we should do a podcast. We should do a podcast. Hey, Dad, are we going to do that podcast? Hey, Dad, let's do a podcast. Because he desperately wants to be on our podcast, <laughs> but you can't you can't handle that. You One can't have son. a small child on a podcast. So my son and I... Uh, my son and I, the one thing that we that we watch an awful lot of that we enjoy is uh, professional wrestling. Uh, so we we started a professional wrestling podcast called Podcast Out of Nowhere uh, after uh, Randy Orton's um, the uh, RKO Out of Nowhere. So we it's called Podcast Out of Nowhere. We had our very first episode. And we uh, we just introduced the each other. We talked a little bit about why Renner loves wrestling, what his favorite moves are, who his favorite wrestlers are. Uh, but the format of the show is once a week, uh, Renner and I will sit down and we will watch SmackDown, Raw, NXT, or like uh, Ring of Honor. And we're going to do an episode on like a recap of the episode. What was our favorite match? What was our favorite wrestler? Uh, kind of just talk a little bit about what happened in that one. My my guess is most of the episodes will be about 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Uh, I stole some sweet entrance music from Blaster the Rocket Man, nice. which is a, a, a weird band from back in my youth. Uh, so it's got, it's got a sweet little hook for an intro song. But if you're looking for it and you want to hear me and a seven and a half year old talk about wrestling for 10 to 15 minutes a week, you can find us on SoundCloud at Podcast Out of Nowhere. So if you just search Podcast Out of Nowhere, you can find us on the SoundCloud. I don't know what half the words you just said were in that. See? Yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens. You, um, that title, Podcast Out of Nowhere, uh, there are a couple of podcasts out there that are like improv podcasts. Uh, yeah. One is called like Hello from the Magical Tavern. And, yeah, I've, I've listened to that one. That yeah, one's funny. Yeah, and it's this idea of like the, the, the podcasters, they take on characters and they have the scenario is that they've been transported to like this magical like Narnia universe. And they get different comics to come on, and like one week they'll be interviewing like a, a wizard who like you know yeah. can't wizard, or they'll be interviewing like a, a fairy or like a, a talking flower, and then they just kind of riff off as as if this stuff really happened. Yeah, I was thinking your title podcast out of nowhere it seemed like they were like hanging out at a bar on that planet nowhere, like the celestial <laughs> thing from yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm like, that's a cool one. Then you can get people coming on and playing different Marvel characters, mm -hmm. but would you get sued? I don't know. Yeah, no, you probably would. Is that yeah. some IP that they probably 
they probably like too much. You can't just you'd have to like you couldn't be like the silver surfer. You'd have to be like the 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 copper border the, or something. I, like that, right, right, the 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 chrome bro. The I don't chrome know. bro. Yeah, I don't think we have the the improv talent to pull off a podcast like that. Probably not. Probably not. Although we improv enough, I think we improv enough. If you I think uh, we do. At one point in uh, our podcasting career, like when we have to do a filler episode, I'm going to go back. I'm going to cut out. Uh, <laughs> the part of the inner like uh the interview part from member uh hodgepodge radio i used to do a podcast called hodgepodge yeah. radio and that's where josh first came on and we did like an improv bit where we wrote the uh the jangle brothers yeah we wrote we'll jingles have, that's we'll, right i we'll remember now to, we'll have to put, cut that at some point and put it, it was at the terrible end of the it was terrible <laughs> so uh so travis it is uh last week we did we talked spooky books we went on and talked a little uh scary movie with the couch crunchers it's it's the spookiest of seasons. My Can I ask season. you, have, have you, have, for someone who doesn't like horror movies, it's funny that it's your favorite season, but I think like you like to dress up. So that's probably why it's more. I like the magic. Wanna, I like the magic you, and excitement. Like the magic and excitement. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so uh, hold that beer up. I hold it up. Okay. <laughs> so for now that it is the spookiest of seasons, what do you, have you been doing anything Halloweeny? I did. You know, I had a Halloween party actually, uh, Yes, Josh. What a great question. I actually had a Halloween party at my uh, house on Friday. Why uh, wasn't I invited to your Halloween party? Because uh, you have kids and like it's like a no like parent party because you guys just want to come and talk about your kids and your wrestling podcast. Oh. And uh, that's the case of it, you know. It's not it's because like, I live like 4,000 miles away. No, I know you're rich. <laughs> I know you're making money. Dude. You can fly out of there. It's only a I got that, that podcast money. That podcast <laughs> money. Sweet podcast money. Yeah. Um, and so it's really cool. I set up, I, I bought this screen on Amazon. It's one of those like pop-up screens. The blow-up ones? Is uh, it a blow-up no, one? No, I was going to go blow-up, but I'm like, you know what? It's, it takes too much space. Too uh, wide? Yeah. yeah uh, not wide, but like just a lot of space. So I just did the, the pop-up screen. It's thick. Yeah, thick. Yeah. And this thing <laughs> is like 8 by 12 feet. It's huge. Oh, nice. So I, we screened like a, um, a bunch of, sh- of shit on that, like spooky stuff. And then had decked out my sunroom in like Halloween lights and all that stuff. So that was really fun. So like you watch, you watch like I know what you did last summer. That's what you that's what you <laughs> yeah. watched on there. Yeah. Scream. Um, <laughs> actually, speaking of which, and this week after our last podcast last week, I actually uh, uh, rewatched Buffy, the original Buffy movie. Uh, so good. Yeah, and also just a real a real good Halloween flavor to it. Nothing too scary. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Light. It's still surprisingly, it still holds up, and I don't know how. And super nineties. And it's just it is the like the the expressions. Oh man, she toasted my dog. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I just like so great. How about come on, let me in. (laughs) Come on, you're floating, man. Benny, you're floating. floating. So I think I think uh, uh, Luke Perry. That's his name, Luke Perry. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Luke Perry's delivery in that movie. Because I think I was watching this time, I'm like, oh, he's trying to play like he's always kind of drunk. Like, that's his thing. Like, yeah. He's always drinking, and it has this, like, a really drunken delivery to it. And I'm like, it's brilliant. The guy is, he really is the actor of our generation, <laughs> I, I believe. I don't know about that. But... Well, have you seen Riverdale? He's still carrying he is it. Pretty good. He is pretty good in Riverdale. Uh, so, uh, as far as, like, Halloween stuff goes, dude, I, I haven't been doing too much Halloween stuff. You're not a Halloween guy. 
I'm not a Halloween guy. We, Renner and I started making. Uh, we started making. Uh, we've got to paint them tomorrow. We we started making uh, paper mache ghosts, so we can decorate. So we made paper mache ghosts. We just got to paint them white tomorrow. Put some eyeballs and some mouths on them, and we got some paper mache ghosts that we're gonna do. Uh, but really, you know, I we we don't really decorate for Halloween. We throw a couple pumpkins out. Really, um, I would assume that your family is like a Halloween family, and you're just holding them back. I feel like and that son, might be that might be it. Your son is uh, is fabulously Halloween, right? He likes he, to dress up and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you see? Do you see what his costume is? Did you see it online? The, the taco cat. Yeah, he's a taco cat. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. He, he's a cat. He, he's a taco, but he has cat ears and a cat mouth. Is he a cat who's a taco, or is he a taco that's a cat? Uh, I think he's a cat that's a taco. Okay. Ask, uh, I'll have to ask him. him. I'll have to yeah. ask him. And I, I feel like uh, Abby, your wife, I feel like she's like uh, has the potential to be a real Halloween queen. Um, well, just because she's a witch doesn't mean she's a Halloween queen. Jo- don't <laughs> don't mistake she's a real it. Halloween bitch over here. Oh, so sorry. Sorry. she, I, you know, I don't know. She doesn't really like she, none of. We don't really dress up for Halloween. I mean, we used like we did a couple times with Runner and Grace. We dressed up, but I uh, like. I like our neighborhood because we just sit down and hang out, like hand out candy, right? Like Renner, we told Renner since he's going to be this taco cat, we're just going to get a, a Taco Bell bag. We'll buy like 12 tacos and he can give them to people in exchange for candy. <laughs> like how weird would it be if a kid dressed as a taco cat came to your door and uh, when he said trick or treat, he traded you a taco for candy. I would get a Taco Bell bag, but I'd buy Dell tacos uh, because I feel like uh, okay. you know yeah. Saying. Yeah, more, yeah, for, a lot more bang for your buck. Would he, Would you take a taco from a random eight-year-old in a taco cat costume? Yes, just not your eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. He's I think that's very wrong. With those tacos, she's like, "Hey, you want a taco? Yeah, you want a taco? You want a taco? I got the taco. You want a taco? I'm like, whoa." Slow down. It seems, he seems too excited about that taco. I, uh, but you know, you know, I, I, you know, Halloween's Halloween. Um, none of nobody really likes spooky movies in this house, so we don't watch. We don't watch the spooks. Uh, however, like I, you know, I, I, re- I would like to watch. Uh, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna turn on a classic, I want to watch Scream. I think I turn on Scream, watch a little, a little Scream action. Um, but, but Travis, I got a question for you yeah. for our, for our spookiest of to keep with our theme of spooky episodes in, in October. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. One of, Listen. one of the spookiest things I can think of is Scooby-Doo. <laughs> uh, more like Spooky-Doo. Yeah. More like Spooky-Doo. Am I right? So here's what I, dog. <laughs> here's what I want to know. If let's say, let's say Scooby-Doo, I always think Scooby-Doo is like the intro show for like scary stuff for kids. Yeah. Right. Because there's always like a ghost or like, a Frankenstein monster, an abominable snowman. Some of those, but it always some of those character designs are pretty spooky, right? But it always ends up being just like old man Milton. Yep, you just take off the mask, mm-hmm. or the owner of the fair who wants to burn it down for yep. insurance money. Janitors, so it's okay. Janitors like also yeah. are uh, uh, big culprits. Janitors, janitors who are mad at the one percent that they've yeah. been you know forced to clean up after their. Really the villains are old blue collar adults, are old old blue collar uh, people. Or like the rich, it's like like someone who owns oh, something, yeah, yeah. or like, or like an up like like oh, it's Mister Smithers. He owns the fair, the yacht captain. Yeah, because he, he wants to tear he wants to he wants to tear down 
the kids hang out so that he can park his yacht there. And so he uses a fake Loch Ness monster to, to, to get rid of it. But, but here, here's, here's one. It's like the intro spooky thing. And you and I both are not fans of spooky movies. No, no. we're not. We so, like so here's, Funny movies. Here's what can I ask here's what you, I, yeah. can I ask you before you do yeah. ask me the question? Can I ask yeah. you, can you name all the Scooby Doo characters? Uh Velma. Okay. Shaggy. Okay. Uh Scooby. I wanna it's not Ken. Scooby. Well Scooby, yeah. <laughs> what's the what's the guy's name? Thelma. See, I don't I don't know if I if I can do it. There's Thelma, there's Shaggy, there's Scooby, there's Louise, or am I thinking of Thelma and Louise? You're thinking <laughs> Thelma It's Velma. Is there a and there's like a no. You want me to look this up while you're while you're guessing? <laughs> no, dude. So so here's what I want to know. Here's here's what I want to know, okay. Travis. You're right. I can't answer who are all the Scooby Doo characters, which is terrible. But what I want to know uh, is if uh, I do. You remember like um, when like Casey Kasem and stuff like that would show up on? I mean, he's uh, also Casey the name Kasem. of of yep. Shaggy, but mm-hmm. uh, Daphne. There we go. Daphne yeah. and Fred. Okay. No, Daphne well and Fred. So so do you remember Scrappy Doo? Yes, Scrappy Doo's good times. He's little one, and he would get like the little tiny um, nuggets, little, little dog yeah, little, nuggets, little, little Scoob snacks, Scooby snacks. That's what it was. So, so here, here's here's what I want to know. Um, there was always like the monkeys were on an episode of Scooby Doo. There was always like some special guest. I want, I want us to since we're like a comic book podcast. Yeah. Although we've talked nothing about comics yet. Here's Mark. Here's our comic book question. <laughs> here it is. You ready? If there were a Scooby-Doo, let's say that they're doing a Halloween special, a Scooby-Doo Halloween cartoon. They're bringing it back, and they want a super... Because superheroes are all the rage right now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the rage. Those those Marvel characters, that DC extended universe, the DCEU, the Marvel EU, bro. Right. So here's what I want to know. Who, what superhero do you want popping in? Or I guess whoever you want to friend, Scooby and the gang... Are they popping in on a superhero or is a superhero popping in on the Dooster and his friends? Who should it be? Okay. So uh, I, I thought about this question long and hard. Um, uh, and I think we talked about it before. I think I'm going to take Buffy off the table because they used to call themselves a Scooby gang and stuff like that. I think that would be a good crossover. Yeah. But so I, I thought about it. I go, do I, do I want to put Scooby, the Scooby gang, in like a serious um, uh, Scoobs? Comic- Scoobs? Hey, Scoobs. <laughs> um, sco- hey, Scoobs. Can't do a Shaggy. Um, or and make it like a, like a, them into like a serious comic book character. And watch the dynamics, you know, like of that, or a more fun character. Okay. Um, so I made it back and forth and came up with a couple of options. I'm just gonna give you one because that's how this works. You deliberate, okay. and then you give uh, give the response. Okay. My All response right. is I would like. The Scooby Gang to go into the Howard the Duck universe. Uh, <laughs> Howard the Duck is a detective, right? Yeah. Um, he's kind of fun, like a like a hard talking duck detective, you know. But like the, yeah. his world is like serious and adult, right? Uh, and he's kind of bitter about things like that. I would like Howard the Duck to be working a case, you know, like the whole noir thing. Like she walked in and my feathers yeah. were ruffling, uh, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and he's like trying to solve this case, but the Scooby Gang comes in. And they're just doing it better than he is. And he gets really... <laughs> and he's just he gets, pissed? He's really pissed. He's using all of the... Sco- <laughs> the Scooby gang keeps beating him to the punch? Every time like he shows up, he keeps beating him to the punch. Like, uh, Fred and Shaggy are taking his femme... Uh, nata- uh, 
femme, femme fatale. fatale. Yeah, that 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 uh, Howard would normally get. Like he's getting uh, cock blocked, duck blocked, <laughs> duck blocked, quack, yeah, quack, quack block, blocked, quack uh, blocked, yeah, uh, by these characters. Um, and I think that would be a fun way to uh, have some jokes uh, at the expense of the Scooby Gang, because I mean the Scooby Gang can get annoying. And I yeah. feel like we need, as if it's an adult book, we need to acknowledge that. Um, okay. I'm saying make it a cartoon. I'm saying like make it a straight up, oh, make like, it a cartoon. Okay. Well, we can still do that. I feel yeah, like Howard I, the Duck and, and Shaggy could sit down with a nice little uh, uh, Scooby joint. snack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So I like that. I like yours. That's a good. That I never would have thought of Howard the Duck, but he's a detective, so it makes sense. Yeah. What about you? What would you go with? Uh, here's here's what I had. the the Scoob and the gang. They're teenagers, right? Mm-hmm. Who's everybody's favorite teenage superhero? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yep. I think it would be great if like Aunt May took him to go visit his relatives over October break or whatever, right? We get October break in Arizona. I'm just going to assume everybody gets a break during October. And like Not Aunt me. May take Aunt May takes him on a trip to go see some relatives and it ends up in the town where the Scooby Gang's at, right? And he gets wrapped up and he's trying to be Spider-Man and like save the town, mm-hmm. right? But he gets wrapped up into the Scooby Gang, but he can't let them know like he meets them for real. Like maybe he's Velma's uh maybe he's like Velma's cousin. Okay. Right, because yeah. they're both nerds. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. You're yeah, right. right. So he's like Velma's cousin, but he can't let them know that he's Spider Man. But like Spider Man has to show up and help take care of this crime, right? Or and and or maybe and like it's the Vulture, but like the Scooby Gang thinks that Vulture is not really a Vulture. They think like it's it's got to be, or maybe the Hobgoblin. Uh, no, I, I already thought of this that Spider Man was my thing. It's got to be Mysterio. Because oh, that's he has good. hallucinations, he's got the fishbowl. Yeah. And also, I feel like you can get into it by uh, the Scooby gang is going around because there's like this ghost, but the ghost is of Uncle Ben. And so we don't, Spider-Man, like Peter shows up and he's like, Uncle Ben's like alive. And we're like, no, it's not Uncle Ben. It's Mysterio. Well, okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I also think, or Hobgoblin, because Green Goblin wears a mask. You yeah, can take yeah, off his yeah, mask. Yeah. Hobgoblin's actually a goblin, right? Is he? Or are they both not dudes that are? Are they both dudes I think in masks? Dudes. I thought Green Goblin was the uh, uh, Hobgoblin's Osborne, orange. Os- Os- Osborne, Osborne's father, and then Hobgoblin was Harry Osborne. So I thought that's what it was. I Is thought, it? I thought that's what it was. I don't know, man. It's been a long time, but I remember. I would like it to be like they think that the vultures like uh, a guy in a costume, but it's really just a dude with vulture wings, right? Or like they try to take he, off his mask and cool. they can't take it off. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a fun little a fun little thing. And so I thought like if you could play with Spider-Man in that teenage world, you'd be able to fit him in. He has to keep his identity secret from the Scooby gang, but at the same time, right? They're like Daphne's like, where's my or Velma's like, where's my he cousin? Likes, he likes redhead. Right? Yeah. Right? It'd be perfect. <gasps> oh, Daphne's got the red have, hair. Like, Mary Jane in there, and Daphne and Mary Jane kind of get into it. Like they're kind of yeah. like, it's like a little Betty and Veronica thing. Well, if you did like a modern one, he could FaceTime. Uh, he could FaceTime with uh, you know with Mary Jane back home, and then like uh, Daphne's. Then she like sees Daphne in the background of his FaceTime. He gets all jealous, right? Ooh, I It'd was wrong good. about this hobgoblin thing. Told you, you were you were you were right. I don't know why. I Is hobgoblin a real goblin? Uh, I don't. I can't. The first hobgoblin, Roderick Kingsley, first appeared in Amazing Spider-Man two hundred thirty-eight and was created by Roger Stern. Hobgoblin's identity was carried. Exclusively, 
I don't, know, I don't want to read this whole Wikipedia. I don't know, dude. That's a lot of Wikipedia. Yeah. This, that's bad podcast. It does look like a, a, a real goblin, though. Well, Green Goblin looks like a real goblin, too, so it's hard to... Other hobgoblins. I'm going to go down a hobgoblin hole. <laughs> don't go into a hobgoblin hole. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, guys, I know Halloween's around the corner, and here's my PSA. Don't go into a hobgoblin hole. You stay out of the hobgoblin holes. Just stay out of them. <laughs> no, no matter how inviting it seems... Stay out of the hobgoblin hole. I feel like hole. The hobgob- a hobgoblin hole is what Lady Gaga calls her vagina. <laughs> no, that's what like Elvira calls it. Elvira's, <laughs> Elvira has the hobgoblin Ooh, hole. Ooh, Elvira meets the Scooby gang. That's not oh, a bad one. Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be good. So here's here. Okay. So I like that. That's good. So Travis, uh, you uh, have done something this last week that I have not done. You yep. you viewed some stuff this week that I you are somehow surpassing me. Consuming. In your in your consumption of nerd stuff so this last week may of my students papers (laughs) so this last week uh titans came out on the dc network which is their teen titans tv show and then just yesterday i don't know how you're seven episodes in it just came out yesterday well for me Uh, it was two days ago yeah daredevil season traces out and you've and you've You've dug in. Yep. You've dug in about. So here's what I want to know. Take me on a journey, Travis. What am I missing out on? What should I? I watched the first episode yeah. of Daredevil. So what did you think uh, about that? And- what did you think about the first episode? I, you know, I don't, so I watched it before I left yesterday at a meeting yesterday, so I didn't get to finish all of it. I watched probably about 45 minutes of it and I didn't, I, it was, it was back to some, it was back to more of a daredevil tone, if that makes sense. Super Catholic, mm-hmm. right? The first episode's all very like, God don't know me, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, I. So here's my here's my beef with just the first episode. Where's the beef? and the and the setup that it gives you? Yeah, this is only the third story, fourth story if you if you count Defenders with Daredevil. Yeah, and I hate it. I hate it when we take away a superhero's powers yeah. when you don't even get to see him use his powers very often. Yeah. Right. And so the fact that like in the very first episode, he's like, I can't hear. So I can't see like that was a little obnoxious. Like that's the whole point of Daredevil. We tune in because we want to see you like use your powers in like interesting ways. Right. I don't want to see him not have his powers. Surprisingly enough, exactly what uh, Iron Fist season two is about. That's true. He loses his powers. It's like it's not. It's not like they're spending a lot of CGI effects on these. But you know, it would be something if yeah. it was like, oh, every time he uses powers, we have to spend a uh, million dollars on optic blast. No, it's just like you just have him like being like doing some kung fu kicks and spinning around right. and shit like that. You know, Normally and his first, fist turns yellow every once in a while. When they really focused on what that looked like, they kind of yeah. stopped doing that in the second and third. They only did it like one time. Yeah, and that was really and- cool. Yeah, and so I, I guess like I like for me, I don't I hate the stories where we take a superhero's power away so we can see them struggle. Right? Well, no shit, their life is easier when they have powers. They're like a superhero. Yeah. They're supposed to use their powers. Yeah. And 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 I get it. Like when it's like a a really long running series, right? Like I understand why they do it in print comics, right? Because you're trying to do something different, right? Like when you take away Superman's right you know ability to fly that can make an interesting story because you've seen him fly 
in a million comic books before it. But we've only seen Daredevil in three in two seasons plus one season of Defenders. So like you didn't we he didn't even become really Daredevil in the first season. Not till like the last episode, right? Yeah, so like you've seen him in one season in costume. Cuz in Defenders he doesn't wear his costume either cuz like he's all like, "Oh, I'm just a lawyer, watch." See? Yeah, I forgot I I've forgotten everything that happened in Defenders. That's how forgettable that that mini yeah. arc was. Do you but that bugs me. So you're seven episodes in. Do you think that one of the reasons that the takeaway like Iron Fist power and Daredevil's power and uh, did they do it in the second season of Luke Cage? I didn't finish I think, it. I think I maybe there might have been something like that as well. Um, is, no, they did in the first season. Oh, yeah. The first Remember? Season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but so do you think the idea is because we're trying to ground this particular Marvel universe in reality – that are since we can't just have like a villain that just has superpowers, right? We have to make them like, like for example, in this we start to see the emergence of Bullseye, right? Um, okay. And so you know he's well. That makes me exciting. That's yeah. exciting. I thought it was in the. Trailer. I'm happy about that. I, I thought it was in the trailer. Yeah, you see, like at, like at the end of first episode, like they don't say it, but like someone comes out and is just like like just killing all these people really quick, and the way they shot it, like all these people were just like falling like automatically, and you're like, that person's gonna be Bullseye. Uh, and so I'm really liking that. But do you think one of the reasons why that they take away their powers is because the only way to challenge them with their powers is to create a villain that has these absurd powers. And we can't really do that while keeping the reality of it. I, you know, I guess so. But I think like there are ways that a villain could hinder his powers instead of just outright taking them away. Right, right. Like he right? Has something that just kind of negates the strength of the power, right? Whether it's right. like, yeah. Like um, uh, Luke Cage did it really good in season two. They had um, Bushmaster was the villain. Uh, and he was injecting himself with this stuff that was slowly making him insane, but it also made him as strong as... You know, so it negated yeah. Luke Cage's power. Yeah, so you can't yeah. do that. You have to be a little more creative with the writing. Right, and I just feel like, I feel like when you take away, like, I think two of those things are right. One, you want to humanize them, right? Yeah. And so, but Daredevil is like, has the least super, like, he can see even though he's blind. Well, like, I can see and I can't do freaking kung fu. You know what I mean? Like, right. his superpower isn't that, like, it, it, I mean, it is a power. Yeah. But it's not like it It kind of helps him more, but they haven't really played it up that much in this show. No. It's not like he uses it to really do something extra human. It doesn't make him invulnerable. He gets his ass kicked all the time. All the time. Yeah. So he's not super. He can just, like, he can see even though he can't see. That's what his superpower helps him do. Or he can hear something far away. Yeah. Like, he, he's, and, he can listen in to, oh, my God, that giant crow <laughs> terrifying it's a it's a it's a it isn't it like it should be does it mean something in japan i think it means when a giant like, when a giant crows like on terrifying. your on your porch crow, it's getting into my trash <laughs> is what's happening get out of here crow you meddling crow <laughs> but so okay so you're seven episodes in how how is it um like i said uh i think it's it gets back some of that daredevil tone it's that dark it's really dark there's no levity in this in this season whatsoever as Just, there has never been yeah uh, is and, is kingpin good is he good he's there's a lot of kingpin in it there's a lot of kingpin okay. in it um 
it seems like the writers are writing the, a lot of monologues for these guys. Uh, it's just monologue after monologue after monologue, and it really slows down the pace of the show. Uh, yeah. It's just these, especially Kingpin. Kingpin gets all these, I remember when I was a child, and my father, I beat him to death with a hammer. I was going to say, and it's yeah. while he's killing somebody, he's yeah, saying all like this that, stuff. He talks, he gives like three monologues and with different, different episodes about beating his father to death with a hammer. Like, yeah, dude, we saw that. We, we don't yeah. think we saw that in season one. I heard there's another, I have you gotten to the part where there's another one shot section, a one shot yeah. fight? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, I mean, it's not as good. Or is it like I've seen it? seen it, you know? I mean, it's always cool to see, like... I heard this action. one was actually one shot, though. Yeah, I'd have to go back and watch it, but yeah, I saw it really I, I saw an article that said this 11-minute one-shot is actually a one-shot. It, it, it's, it's, you could tell it's, like, really choreographed, and they hide things by doing a lot of smoke, so that way they can move stuff uh, yeah. in, in the next setup without you seeing it. So, yeah, they were really clever. So it's impressive. It's an impressive one-shot, okay. so check that out. Right. So I don't want to spoil anything. So the only spoiler I will give, if it wasn't in the trailer, is we start to see the emergence of Bullseye, uh, and I think there's an interesting way that they do that. And I think that it's a really compelling bullseye. So here, here's, here's my, here's my problem. They've already canceled. There's no going to be no season three of Luke Cage. There's no season three of Iron Fist. Right. But it looks like they already called a season four of Daredevil. At least I think that's what I saw. Um, But but I want to know, like, so apparently, um, I, I guess Marvel's going to do their, or Disney's doing their own um, Marvel Universe d- d- thing? Doing show. their own, like, yeah, their own Marvel streaming thing. Okay. Um, and and so I'm, I'm curious, like, are they taking these shows off because they're going to put them on this streaming service and they're just ending their their agreement with uh, Netflix um, or are they like, you know what? Cause I feel like they, I think they missed the boat on Luke Cage a whole lot. Yeah. Um, everybody's like, I really like Jessica Jones season one. I like Luke Cage season one for the most part. Daredevil season one was really good. Uh, I even like Daredevil season season two. And then we saw like Punisher that that is a completely different show. It might as well not even be Punisher. Right. Right. Um, but it was it was they were all like those first seasons were all pretty watchable except for uh, Iron Fist. except for Iron Fist. So I'm curious to what they're doing. But, you know, I I I will. I'm going to watch it because the Daredevil seasons have never let me down. Defenders let me down, but Daredevil seasons never let me down. So, so you watch that and you watch Titans. How was DC's foray into their own series? Dude, Titans was tough. Titans was tough. It's not for lack of trying. It's shot really well. Like it's really like the, it's really dark. They really go into the dark thing uh, uh, of this, the cinematography. It reminds me very much of a Marvel Netflix show, like a Jessica okay. Jones, like a Daredevil, that grittiness, and also yeah. just the budget and the cinematography that's put into it. So it looks it looks really beautiful. Even the way they do their powers is really neat. Um, I like uh, the the best the two best members. We don't see Beast Boy until the very end um, uh, of the first episode. Um, and I like, uh, I like Dick Grayson. I like kind of where they're going with that. And I liked, uh, Firestar. 
fire yeah fire firestorm no fight no uh starfire starfire, starfire. yeah starfire. she was really interesting as well but the story was just oh i just don't care like it's just yeah it's it's uh yeah it's 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 not good it's it's <laughs> it, it's it's a cw arrow type plot with yeah. a netflix marvel budget okay um, and so you're just like, oh, if you're going to put all this money into the show, then, like, be – have better dialogue. Make better connections between why the, the motive, characters' motivations. Yeah. Uh, give them some dimensions. Hire some better actors. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's like CW acting and plot with a um, – Netflix budget. That would be my kind of okay. oversight on it. Right. That makes sense. Really, really imagine, selling me on it, buddy. Imagine really, yeah. really selling it on me. But I like, look, I'm not going to buy the DC. I'm not going to pay for the DC streaming service. Yeah. You know why? Because all those DC movies suck. The cartoon ones are okay, but if I wanted to watch one, I'll just rent it. Yeah. Right? I'll just rent it on iTunes. Like, I'll pay for it because I'm only, I'm not going to watch a bunch of them in one week or anything. Uh, so, all right. So, Solid, solid cells uh, on both of those, man. Yeah, I, it's it's. If it was like a CW show, I would say check it out next Thursday when it's on. But yeah, I definitely would not recommend buying. If you were like, I want to buy the app because I want to see some of their original content. I I don't think it's worth it. I don't know how much the app costs, but if it's more than ninety nine cents a month, then I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like ten bucks a month. Would be my guess. All right. So, so here here's 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 what I want to know. We talked a little about those shows. You watch shows I didn't watch, and I'm I'm impressed, sir. Yeah, I'm impressed. You're consuming. consuming. Uh, the new Arrow comes out. I'm feeling like I'm just going to skip this last season of Arrow that I didn't watch. Did you watch? And the... just oh, okay. I was going to say, you're and I didn't watch last season of Arrow and just jump into this season. I'm sure you're okay. I'm sure you'll be okay. I'm sure I'm fine. I'm sure I'm fine too. I'm like half. We're like halfway through last season's Flash, okay. and it's good, but it's I mean it's the best one because it's super cheesy and you're getting super cheesy. Right. Right. They're perfectly okay with being cheesy um i think there's too many episodes though if i could if i could tell if i could tell arrow in flash now like how to run their shows don't do a full 20 some episodes just do just do 50 i feel 10. Like, i feel like you need to write like a song i uh, like, called if i could tell um arrow and flash shows if i could if tell, i could tell arrow <laughs> do 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 if i could tell the shows. flash <laughs> make less shows all right so and you get my cash right i got i got one last we're because we're still spooky in we're still spooky oh, in travis give, can i give this a spook, or is this a new one or is this the, my question i can ask you oh this is yeah this is this is what you got yeah you, you share your spooky question you're really trying to take I think last week we talked about um, uh, and my co-podcast partner, and I feel like you're really trying to trying to box me out of this. No, <laughs> no, I'm just I maybe I just don't segue well, so I'm no because because I the, feel you have the outline on your side. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, right. And I feel if I were to say like, "Hey, Travis, do you have something you want to ask me?" Like that's weird. That seems like a weird <laughs> thing. It, it's a weird it. setup. Try it. See how it works. So go ahead. I just asked the question. Go ahead. No, you go it. ahead. You ask it. No, no, no. no. But hey. go ahead. Ask me if oh. uh, try to try uh, hey, segue. Hey, hey, Travis, did you have like a question you wanted to ask me? Uh, yeah, Josh, I do have a question. Wow, it's like we're really mind melding today. <laughs> How insightful that you knew that. <laughs> Here's my question to you, Josh. Um, all right. Uh, monsters. Yeah. That's how I'm starting off. 
Question mark. Monsters. <laughs> no. Um, yes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the uh, the the spooky universe has pop- been populated with all kinds of monsters, from your classic monsters, yeah. your Wolfmans, your Mummies, your Frankensteins, to your more modern monsters like your uh, Babadook. Slendermans. The Slendermans. And then, of course, we can't forget the 80 classics, 80s classics like your Freddies, your Jasons. Uh, your, your Michael Myers. Your Michael Myers. Your Hellboys. Or not Hellboys. Yeah. Uh, Hellblazers. Hellblazers. Um, no, not Hellblazers. Hellraiser. Pinheads. 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 Your yeah. pinheads, if you will. Um, so your critters. Yeah. Ex- ooh, that's a good one. The ghoulies. All right. Well, don't spoil anything. <laughs> <laughs> the groovy ghoulies. Um, so uh, the leprechauns, if ooh, you will. Man, I think I might need to rethink my answer. <laughs> this year coming up with some good ones. Um, so here's my um my question to you: If you okay. were going to take one of those, and yeah. for the month of October, every week release a single issue so at the end of october you would get have a four issue arc with a classic or modern or some kind of monster what comic miniseries would you release in october comic miniseries and then who would write it and what's your creative team on it okay all right so here's what we got here's what i got so i we've talked about this before ad nauseum I don't really like scary movies, but I remember from my youth, my mother would always watch. She she got me into watching Abbott and Costello and they were Abbott and Costello meets. And it was mm-hmm. like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, Abbott and Costello meet the Wolfman, right? Like all of these things. Yeah. If I were to do a comic miniseries, an October comic miniseries, it would be Abbott and Costello meets. And it would be either maybe it's the Invisible Man or maybe it's one every week. It's a different monster, like every Ooh, yeah. But there's every an comic thing, yeah. Like there's, yeah, there's so maybe Dra- Dracula's yeah. the puppet master, right? But like each week they meet like the mummy, and then they meet Frankenstein's monster, and then they meet like uh, I don't know the Wolfman, so and like it, you keep it classic still. You still keep Abbott oh, Costello versus classic. It'd be, it'd be Abbott and Costello meets, and it would be one of those monsters. And I think that that one. It'd be funny because you could do funny. That's a good one. And it's got a little spooks in it. Yeah. But like goofy spooks. So here, goofy spookies. Goofy spooks. And <laughs> goofy spookies. Goofy spookies is a great name. <laughs> and so here's my creative team. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. So the writer, Mark Russell, who oh, did a, fan- yeah. a fantastic job on Flintstones, yep. did a fantastic job on uh, Kid uh, Kid President. What was that? What? Uh, Prez. Prez. And then I've only heard good things about Snagglepuss. I haven't read it yet, but I feel like he could take something as classic as Abbott and Costello, meet whatever monster. And not only would you get like a cool story like that, but he'd also be able to like really rib at something. Something, Some kind of satire. Yeah. And I don't know what that satire would be. Um, maybe it would, maybe it would talk maybe about, maybe since they're both men, maybe like a good jab at toxic masculinity during the whole thing. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Cause you've got, you got like Abbott and Costello, or maybe I like, maybe he gets to poke fun at Hollywood. Wellsy, well, he does it or something like that. Right. Because it could, it could literally be Abbott and Costello are filming it, but the monsters are real. Yeah. They're on the set of like, uh, uh, they're on the set of like an old time, like Hollywood production. And like they're filming all these scary movies, but then these monsters are like alive. So you get to deal with like female actresses and how they're being treated. Right, and right. And you get to deal brilliant. with like, that's you know, brilliant. the politics of movies. But I think that would be my pitch. So Mark Russell, Mark Russell writes it. And then for that classic sort of comic booky look, Mike Allred uh, draws it. So Madman, 
Mike Allred uh, draws it. Nice. So, so like it gives you the class classic comic book lines. It looks like a little Jack Kirby ish a little bit. It looks like classic fifties comics. Mark Russell gets to skewer Hollywood in it. And then you still get like scary, funny comedy with it. That's good, dude. That's a good right? one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Damn. That's good. All right. You're going to have to help. What me do you got? You're going to have to help me out with a pitch of mine. So I got a okay. premise and I got uh, a creative team, but okay. like I need, like you had, like uh, you worked out your, your kinks of mine. Uh, I would like to do uh, a Chucky. Okay. Chucky. Like uh, a, a Chucky miniseries, right? Uh, because okay. as we've talked about, uh, I don't know if you know this, Josh, but I'm not a big fan of horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> but you like you like redheaded dolls? Uh, I love it because Chucky is just like, it's like that foul mouthness of it. Uh, you can yeah. break. Like it's, it's funny. I like, we talked about this last week. I like a little bit of uh, humor in, in my horror. Um, and so I'm like, I want this foul mouth talking doll. And of course, there's only one person who makes up a whole creative team on this that can do that. And that is Scotty Young. We've oh seen, my god we've, we've seen him perfect. we've seen him do it with i hate fairyland with a, with a foul mouth uh young girl yeah i'm like i yeah. want scotty young those bright popping colors but with like the yeah. gore of it and things like that but now i need help with this what's the premise josh what's chucky doing in this four issue arc i don't i don't know you could you could just repitch the whole thing like he is a Christmas toy, right? Or he is a well, I guess that would make it too Christmassy. Maybe uh like a toy story type thing where he has to like he's like slaughtering these other toys. Like it's like, yeah, like he's under like the Yeah, because it's October and some that's when people start to do their Christmas shopping and stuff like that. So he yeah. can do something with like I IPs, like toy IPs, like Tickle Me Elmo is like, you know, like his nemesis yeah. or something like that or you you could you could straight up tell the story that like he is maybe he was maybe he's an actual chucky doll remember when they would make like the not the chucky like chucky that chucky came from right like a not like a what was it remember what they're called best uh, buddy yeah yeah my buddy right uh, buddies yeah. my buddy and me yeah my buddy and me so it's not like it's a my buddy but remember when they would sell actual chucky dolls like yeah. the the creepy yeah. ones so maybe he's a halloween decoration maybe it's like a chucky doll halloween decoration that somehow comes to life Ooh, that's good Ooh, oh i got and one. it i got one. good good finish it. And, it and it like terrorizes the town or whatever and like the like the young like the kid whose house is it at he has to he has to like get rid of chucky get, somehow get rid of chucky what about yeah. if it's uh, Chucky slaughters the holidays, and each issue it's like Chucky like killing Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, uh, the Leprechaun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like him slaughtering all these mythical. Uh, um, I like it. Holiday I like things. It. It's just like this That'd spite, be good. spiteful look, satire, like how much we corporatize holidays and shit like that <laughs> i think i think uh i think scotty young would be the perfect Dude, artist for it came up with like be... two great miniseries these are great right we're i'm gonna pitch this to mark russell we really mark, did ourselves this week <laughs> mark if you're listening buddy i know you're looking for something after the snagglepuss may i suggest Avon costello meet i almost want like uh on that one like the artist like is like almost like who does um Charlie something who does the um oh fuck uh Brubaker Ed Brubaker and um Sean Phillips you want Sean Phillips to Sean do it Phillips like where it's just like this realistic take super on noir and, and, and Costello. 
<laughs> That'd be good. That'd yeah. be good. All right. So I I do like I do like our pitches here. I, I, Chucky's He's Chucky's good. a quality comic book yeah. one because he yeah. looks silly enough and you can go over the top with it, right? Yeah. Because that's what you need. My I had it. I'm gonna pitch you my quick second one. Yeah. Because I think we got a couple minutes. I could do it. Yeah. Here's my quick pitch for you for the second one. Uh, I don't. Has there ever been a Freddy comic book? Not that I know of. Because I think Freddy in Dreamland yep. would be great to do, but it's either got to be Jock or can we get Sinkevich to do a Freddy in Dreamland book? I think it needs to be like the Dream Warriors, right? Like, like yeah. So you have like, yeah. almost like a superhero type team, right? That's a fantastic. Sinkevich well, I don't think be, I don't think it'd be Dream Warriors. I think you literally do a Goonies esque troop of kids who go into Dreamland. Yes. To get Freddy. Yes. I think Sinkevich would be good. Right? Jock would be good too, but Sinkevich would be able to make Dreamland real weird. Jock would be too scary. And then, and then we're back into my <laughs> then we're back into my whole dilemma of like being scared. I don't want to read this. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are quality. I think we've done quality work today, Travis. Speaking I think of, we've done it. Speaking of reading this, uh yeah. we're going to read some stuff. We're actually we had a we had a, 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 a I don't you know what I'm not even gonna jinx it I got some wood here yeah but we've been we've been keeping up on our potting it's yeah been good I feel re-energized right I actually have I, I have our next three books already uh well except despite one of them in my hands uh so me too let's let's run down what we're we don't know the exact order but kind of do maybe is the next three books that we're gonna be doing. Yeah, so we we picked a couple books for book club, and so what we've got for the next three books, uh, Travis and I grabbed a couple books that we're gonna do. Uh, first up on the list, is it uh, one that you've been trying to get me to read for. I know, I've been trying to get you to read forever. I love this book, and I'm I'm just gonna lay it on the table right now because I've been asking to do it forever, yeah. and I'm curious as your take on it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to talk about it because there's a there's so much to talk about it. Mm -hmm. uh, we're doing mind management uh, by Matt Kent, and the reason why we're doing that one is because. I literally, uh, I have, um, I'm waiting for my, uh, remember those records when you were a kid and it would be like, turn the next page yeah. and you turn the page. He did a record, a read along record Vinyl? for a mind management story on Kickstarter. It's a brand new story from the mind management universe. It's got a record with it, a seven inch record that you play. And while you read it, it's read by, uh, do you, have you heard of my brother, my brother and me? No, the podcast. So it's this the McElroy brothers are this podcast empire and they do a podcast with their dad where they play Dungeons and Dragons and it's called Adventure Zone. And their dad is the guy who reads this this Matt Kent story. And so oh. it's a comic book with a read along with it. Uh, and it's I'm super stoked. And when I saw it was out there, I was like, all right, I'm going to push Travis to do this again so that I can so I can like pump my love for mind management so people will check it out uh the, the kickstarter is already done but i just want to have it and be like i got it and you don't to a bunch of people who can might you, want it can you are they gonna can you get it anywhere else besides kickstarter might, now is it once it's once it's pressed i don't know if he's pressing more than that but he might end up selling it if he's if he's pressing more than that uh okay. but uh i'm really excited mind management is the next book we're going to talk about so it's and then a uh, it's, from, it's a little bit of a pricier book but it's it's a it's a nice shelf book. Uh, it's hardcover. Yeah. It's oversized, so it's it's bigger than a normal. It's it's taller than a normal book. Um, we're we're doing Mind Management Volume One. Uh, then we've got Batman White Knight. Yep. Uh, Sean Murphy's all encompassing his 
Dark Knight Returns, if you I, or Batman. I, I, I haven't stopped. I, I read the first issue when it, it came out, but I haven't op- I haven't opened up my trade yet. But you know, I'm a big Sean Murphy fan, so yeah, uh, I'm looking forward. Well, to it. So Doctor Dan's gonna come on. Uh, Doctor Dan's gonna come on to talk to with us. Our Dan, Batman, the Batman man. Doctor Dan, Superman, our Superman, Super Batman, Superfan. There we go. Dr. Dan, the Batman superfan, is going to come on to the podcast and talk about that one. And then the last book we're reading is because we you just mentioned Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Mm-hmm. We're going to read their their graphic novel they came out with. They released it right on Image. It just came out. It's called All My Heroes Are Junkies. Uh, are Junkies? Is that what it is? I don't think that's... All My Heroes Are Junkies. Yeah. So Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips did uh, All My Heroes Are Junkies, or My Heroes Have Always Been Junkies. junkies. That's yeah, what it's that's called. It. Yeah, yeah. My Heroes Have Always Been Junkies. Uh, Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips, a one and done, which is pretty exciting uh, because we've read, um, we did the fade, fade out. out, but we only read the first volume. I read the whole thing. It's wonderful. But as a group, as you know, on the show, we only had one thing. So we're going to be able to read a complete Sean Phillips story. Uh, same thing with Killer Killer Be Killed. I read the whole thing. You didn't get to read it. I'm going to tell you you should read it. Yeah, I know. Even it gets better. I didn't like that as much as the, the fade out, but I like that creative team. And I love the premise of this because all my heroes have always been junkies as well. Your Kurt Cobain's. My Burkowski's. Your, your Burkowski's. Your... Uh, What's the what's the comedian who uh, Animal House? Oh, uh, Belushi's. Yeah, the Belushi's. You know, yeah. so um, so those are our next three books. So if you haven't checked those out, I would definitely pick them up so you can follow along with us. You can listen to them. We're really excited to talk about those three books. Uh, I'm stoked about it. Uh, so Travis, uh, you know, and I know that the people can always find us on the internets. They can find us at www.comicexposure.com. You can okay. find all of our own episodes. They're, uh, they're all archived there. If you go back, here's the cool thing. All of the episodes are on iTunes. So you can go back and find all the episodes now that used to cut off after a certain number. But now you can go back and find all the old episodes on iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher. You can find us on Google Play now that we're open on those platforms. So if you've been listening to this off the website because you, you know, you've been using Stitcher or something else, now you can find us on those ones. Yeah, you've been, you've been on that Android phone. So here's what we'd love you for you to do. If you could find us on that podcast app, if you listen to the show, go ahead and give us a review. Give us a give us a you know, give us a nice four or five stars. Mm. I I ain't too proud to beg, Travis. Four four stars would be lovely. Please, please give me that donkey button and big old legs. I uh, know I know the five star is tough. I know yeah. five stars is tough. Yeah. So maybe maybe you reserve five stars for special things. And you know, and don't lie. So I, we're not, a, we're not fine. five stars. We're 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 okay with being a four star podcast. Yeah, we're probably really about three and a half, but you, but that seems used to you, you want four because a three and a half makes us sound bad, even yeah. though we're actually a three and a half. Travis, one time I did a job interview. If I can make this aside really yeah. quick, one time I did a job interview. I just got a so I was trying. I taught junior high for a year, and I was trying to get a job at a high school, right? So I had an interview at a high school and an interview at a junior high on the same day, right? I had the high school interview first and then the junior high interview. I got the high school interview, killed it. And then they were like, right after, during the interview, the, uh, the principal was like, okay, Josh, we're going we're gonna to offer you the job. Because I'd already, I was teaching at the middle school in that district. And so they were transferring me up to the high school. I said, awesome. That's fantastic. But I didn't want to cancel my other interview. Right. Because like it was in a good district just in case something happened. What if I wanted to go back to that district? I didn't want to blow them off. But in my interview, I was the most honest I've ever been in an interview. They asked me, 
So if you were to like, how organized are you? Yeah. And what's your answer when someone asks you how organized you are? What are you going to do? What are you normally going to say? I would say um, I'm as organized as the next man. <laughs> are you like on a scale of one yeah. to ten? How organized are you? Uh, I would say that I I would say that I'm a an eight. Right, because you're not going to say ten because yeah. that's insane. Yeah. Nine still braggadocious. Eight is like okay, solid that's B. good. It's a solid B. So here's what I said. I said, well. I think I'm organized where it counts. Like you would come into my room and you would go, wow, that desk is messy, but I know where things are at. So if I had a number myself, I'd say six, but six sounds really messy. So how about I say I'm a seven? That's literally <laughs> what I said in this interview. <laughs> Cause I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Visually, I was I'm liberated. A, visually I'm a four, but mentally I'm a, I'm a seven organized. Right. Right. Yeah. So. That's smart. Yeah, smart. <laughs> but anyways, you can find us on the podcast uh, on the internet. So you can find us on Twitter at Comic Exposure on Facebook, facebook.com slash Comic Exposure. Uh, you can find our pals who uh, we just did the show with last week at www.couchcrunchers.com. Uh, you can go to their website. They've got all sorts of reviews and books and stuff up and all that stuff. Check it out. Uh, and then... Uh, also, write, write, write Josh on his social medias um, and uh, ask him to start doing some artwork that we can put on T-shirts and stuff like that. Because when I, I do it, it doesn't work. Like It's like, he's like, oh, I got kids. I got, I got like two jobs. Uh, I got this. I go, I don't care. So here's what I need, Travis. Shit. Here's what I need. As, as soon as this election is done, as soon as this election is over and I don't spend every Saturday morning knocking on voters doors yeah. uh, or spend all of my weekdays telling people to go help me knock on doors, yeah. then... Then and only then. I mean, I'll, I'll, here's the two things. I will either draw very sad looking, uh, very sad looking, uh, you know, you know, logos for us yeah. because I'll be crying, uh, or I'll draw the best damn logos because I'll, I'll be on cloud freaking nine, uh, because Arizona a, woke up and elected people aren't idiots. We have a, a threadless <laughs> store, uh, believe it or not, but we don't have anything. We on do? There. Yeah. And every week I get emails from Threadless and they're like personalized. It's like, hey, this is Donna from Threadless. Just checking to see if you need any help with your store because there's been nothing on it for a year. I feel like they're going to be like, um, I know this is a free. It's free for you guys to open your store in here, but we're going to close it because you could you could put the, the classic comic exposure logo on the shore, on the store. I don't think I have the version of it like the, the, the PN. I don't think I need. I think that I need that PNG file with a certain size on it or something like that. Like, oh yeah, uh, dude, we'll, I can get you that. We'll, That's we'll, easy. We'll, it's already made. We'll talk shop. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, guys. So thanks for tuning in. We're glad you're stuck with us for this. If you made it this long, you yeah. probably clicked off, but if you didn't, Hopefully ladies and gentlemen, still around for that sweet Abbott Costello pitch, right? Uh, and, and ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next trade. Next trade.